You're listening to Super Power Up with multidimensional master, superpower expert, and former counterintelligence agent, Tonya Don Reckla. If you're ready to disrupt reality, then sit down, strap in, and prepare to experience the show that proves there is no spoon. Hello, everyone. This is Tonya Don Reckla, your superpower expert, and we are back today talking with just this beautiful woman so near and dear to my heart. We're talking today with Wendy Parati again about the battle between privacy and transparency. So last um, last week we had the battle between privacy and transparency part one, which is the focus on privacy. And that was all over. I mean, I mean, the dimensionality that that's, that's encompassed in just that conversation alone is wicked. And today we're talking about part two, which is the transparency piece. So we're, we're going to tie up some loose ends around that first conversation, but really this is at the heart of the work that we do here at Superpower Experts, that, that Wendy does in her ecosystem, that su- the Superpower of Network is all about. And, and, and we're going to add in a little bit of flair here and, and look at the matter of like how much is too much when we're talking about <laughs> transparency. And so, so, Wendy, first of all, thank you so much for coming back and chatting with me here. It's always a ball. I love it. Uh, <laughs> And, and it, it, it it gets a little ridiculous, but that's good. That's good. We need a little ridiculous and, and especially around privacy and transparency because these really like sucker punch us, right? Like that's like to the gut, like the, the heart of our, you know, survivability, our safety, everything else is all mixed up in this like, we really, really, really want to connect with people and we're really, 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 really afraid to. And mm-hmm. we really, really just want naturally want to trust people, but we're really, 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 really afraid to. And, and, and if we just look around at the world, we, we can find why we should be afraid of that. Right. So, so maybe we should start in at that place of, of let's, let's kind of pull on a, see if there's any interweaving here between that idea of like how that transparency component really hits us in that vulnerability space. Yeah. You know, I I think it's also um, for those listening in from the United States, it's a part of the culture here and and in many other countries around the world, this notion of, of, of independence and privacy is built into our, into our culture. And I think that adds an additional layer a vulnerability for some people, that there are things that we don't speak about in public, right? That we don't share with people because it's impolite or impractical or, um, and so when you've got this additional layer of culture and things are changing as rapidly as they do, I think there's a lot of backlash for people, both um, internally and, um, and collectively. Mm-hmm. Well, and, and and then you take into account just just the chronology of things as well. So we've got we've got consciousness wise, we've got kind of technology wise, we've got um, just just aging and, and maturation wise, right? So the, so there's and you see that across generations and, and what privacy meant to one generation. I mean, I, I look at I look at Neva's generation now and compared to like my parents' generation of what do you talk about? It's like it's 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 not even those aren't even apples and oranges anymore, right? Mm-hmm. And it's in in what what crafted that and what was the world like? What was our worldview like at that time? And and what are the pros and cons, right? It's easy to say 
um, you know, I kind of, I'm pretty pleased that I matriculated prior to social media. Like I, there are a lot of things that happened in, in my younger years that I'm perfectly glad did not get memorialized on the internet. Um, it, it, and yet there's something kind of cooler. There's a lot of memories gone and lot, you know, because they weren't captured in a way that was, was kind of, at least as it looks right now, longitudinal. Right. So, so it's never just the grass is greener. Right. And, and it, and how do we take this really kind of complex thing and say, okay, I I, I want to grow. I, I'm I'm on my journey. I want I want to discover the bigness of who I am, um, and I, I feel drawn to help others or to support others in this work. How do I play in this transparency conversation in a way that's helpful, um, and yet doesn't you know, still gives me my space to be and evolve and everything else. And before you answer that, because I know your answer is going to be eloquent and amazing, not to put any pressure on you, but it's beautiful. We're going to jump to break. So, (laughs) so, so you're going to have to come back from break to listen to, to Wendy's prolific answer about to that question. But before we do, Wendy, let's guide people to where they can go to, to check out your ecosystem. Um, well, you can find um, the work that I do at wendyparati.com. It's just my name, www.wendyparotti.com. And you can certainly um, listen to my podcast on Superpower Experts Network by going to a glimpse inside dot superpowerexperts.com. And if you go there, there are links to all kinds of cool tools and ways to share your story with me. It's a really cool page and I, I hope you'll visit it. Beautiful, beautiful. Yeah, definitely check that out. Her show, A Glimpse Inside, is one of our most popular. It's a wonderful, wonderful show. Um, stick with us, folks. We are going to be right back after the break. We're talking today about the battle between privacy and transparency, part two. Hello, everyone. This is Tonya Don Reckla, Executive Director of Superpower Experts. And we want to thank each of you for making Superpower Up the number one podcast network for personal development and spiritual growth. Because people like you have the courage to say that mindfulness, healthy living, disrupting reality, the pursuit of consciousness, responsible entrepreneurship, and radical parenting matter. We now amass over 1 million downloads monthly in more than 90 countries. Our numbers keep growing because there are far more people willing to live divergently than mass media wants to acknowledge. For you, the change makers, the light bearers, the way showers, we say thank you. If you're ready to take the next step in your evolution, go now to superpowerexperts.com and take the superpower quiz. And as Neva Lee Rekla, our youngest podcaster, likes to remind us, remember, we all have superpowers and we can change the world. Hello, everyone. We're back. You're listening to Superpower Up Network. This is Disrupt Reality with Tonya Don Reckler. We're talking with, again today with Wendy Parati about the battle between privacy and transparency. This is kind of piggybacking off of last week's episode, part one, around privacy. Today, we're talking about transparency. And I totally threw Wendy under the bus right before the break and set her up to say, you know, how do we, you know, how do we as practitioners, as people who feel compelled to both um, continue evolving ourselves, but also help others evolve, handle transparency in a way that um, feels good, right? That, that maintains some semblance of um, space for us. Maybe let's not even talk about privacy because we know what a, what a rabbit hole that is, but just some space for us to continue evolving and feeling safe in that process. And then, but also 
be the model, you know, be, tell the stories and share the information and, and that kind of thing in, in a way that's helpful to others. Right. Well, I'm going to start my answer by outing you <laughs> on, um, <laughs> I know, one of your favorite topics. And it's folks who out there use transparency as a way to just kind of vomit their junk out into the world. Um, and I think that as people who want to serve, who want to make a difference, or even want to use transparency to evolve in our work and relationships in a personal way, I think if we constantly touch back in and say, how does this serve, right? There are times that in the work that I do, I tell really personal stories ugly ones and happy ones mm-hmm. and all kinds of personal things about my own junk, right? I, I do put it out there. And I hope that I certainly try to do my best to, before I do that, say, how does this serve, right? Mm-hmm. If it's in service to the greater good, if it's a sort of a case study and, hey, we're all, we all come from the same place. We, we have the same struggles. Um, and here's what mine looked like and here's what I did with it. Here's Mm. what so-and-so, I I just did uh, two coaching sessions in the Let Happiness Win series on A Glimpse Inside with a woman named Sharice who was phenomenal and shared a really deeply personal story. Um, She just put it all out there for listeners Mm. and, um, and also what she had done so far to move herself through that process. And then we did some coaching on it. I think that's an example of transparency that serves. Beautiful. Well, and that, that's a great phrase, right? Transparency that serves. Because like, like as you mentioned, because I always talk about people vomiting their stuff all over the place. It, it's, it's become, and it, like we just you know, kind of name it. Mostly it's social media is, is the mechanism that we use, but we see it on stages, right? We hear it in podcasts. So it's not just social media, but it's all of these, um, any way that we're communicating out the, the kind of sharing of that prematurely. Um, and because you're uncomfortable, right? That you have stress in your body. We don't like our own kind of dissonance internally, and we want to express it as rapidly as possible. And now we have all of these mechanisms that we at our disposal to do it. Um, and I, I think because, you know, I'm going to take it up just a little bit to the superpower dialogue. I think because there are those of us who can sense that impact, we, we know what you're brought, you're broadcasting fear, not, um, confidence, not assuredness, not, not the flavor of wisdom that comes with, with having traversed through something and really synthesizing it but rather you're in the midst of it. And so all your subconscious can broadcast is your fear. And it just basically says, I don't know how to handle this. I don't know how to handle this. I don't know how to handle this. Help me, help me, help me. And I don't think most people realize how they're um, sabotaging their practice. Um, Because usually it's, it's, you know, kind of that dialogue has gotten really popular in the coaching kind of consulting guiding healing kind of spaces um, where we're working with clients to help them through stuff. And, and I don't, I'm not real sure where it became cool to be wounded. Like I'm not that, that kind of thing that developed in that space, I think was a reaction to 
how good it felt to kind of share and to not be feel shameful about things from our past anymore. Um, but, but it feels like we kind of missed a step in that process. You know, what's coming up for me? Um, when I was in my twenties, I was friends with, I was friends with a group of women who used what they called as they called truth as a weapon. Right. And so they would download their fears um, in the guise of telling you truths about you. <laughs> right. Because it felt good because they were stressed out or they felt horrible. Oh, wow. And so they would use what, you know, again, I'm just being honest. I'm truthful. I'm transparent. Mm. That's a, an example of where truth doesn't, where transparency is not in service, right? So we're not talking about holding back on transparency when, when sharing your story in a way of helping you yourself or others heal that's always okay. I think that's always, it's always in service, mm-hmm. right? Because as you're sharing your story to heal, others can hear it. And, and, you know, that's part of what we do on a glimpse inside. Right. But when you're using it as a weapon to make, uh, to make yourself feel better, right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or to make others feel bad. Um, or when you're using it as, um, as an emotional ploy, mm-hmm. then transparency does not serve, right? Mm-hmm. Well, and, and these are, this is some intricate, I mean, these are like nth level stuff because at the end of the day, you can't really truly know what your motivation is if you're not aware enough of your internal game to know even which aspect of you currently has control and is speaking on your <laughs> behalf and informing what it is you think is really going on in the situation. Um, and that, I mean, that's, that's, some some high level work that requires some intentionality around it. And, um, yeah, it's, it, it's so fast. I love listening to you talk because it, it's, it, it just kind of comes in and it entwines itself with, with the information that I'm getting. And, and, and the, the, it, part of me kind of wants to throw my hands up and go, holy cow, this is, this is too much. And then, and then it lights up that piece. It's like, and in this, in this mix is where all the secrets lie, right? You really have to be willing to get into that. To, and I tell people like, get in there, roll around and get dirty, rub it on your face. Like, like to, to stay back because it's cleaner, right? It's, it's less threatening. It's all these things. It, it, it's just torturing yourself. Like you, like you're, you're going to see it. And for those of you who are going, what, what is she talking about now? Like the feeling of it is this density, right? This fear, this darkness, this space that however it is that you perceive of it, most people just kind of go into some bodily constriction and aren't really aware that their throats now tightened up and they're, mm-hmm. they're, you know, pushing everybody off of them and they're, they're building up their walls, right? They have no clue that all of that happens in the blink of an eye. Um, and, and, and what they're projecting is really both. Like I, I'm very, 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 very afraid. And I'd like to make you very, 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 very afraid, hoping that'll make me feel better. Right. So it's not just a weapon that we draw on ourselves, but we, we do attack others with it. Um, Mm -hmm. 
Neva calls it, I mean, she was speaking from stage one time and she came up with this analogy that, that she calls them little pokeballs. We were, we were playing Pokemon Go at the time. And, you know, she said, that's what it feels like if I'm sitting in an audience and there's a speaker on stage that doesn't know how to manage their emotions and they just throw them out of the audience. And, and it, and it sucks. Like, it, I mean, even as a young, young, young person, she would ask for us to escort her out of a room and she would just, I, and big name speakers. Right. And she's like, I just, I can't, I don't like that energy. And, um, you know, and, 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 and then she's able to reflect on. So as a speaker, that's what she thinks about. What am I throwing out at the audience? And is it light? And is it expansive? And is it, is it good? Am, am, I, am, am I using my stage presence, whether it's on social media, whether it's on stage, whatever it might be, am I using it for good? What am I doing in the world? And, and from jump with our social media, as we help her manage that, the rule's always been, if it's not of a high frequency and if it's not filled with love you do not share it and it doesn't mean that we just put on our rose-colored glasses and everything else like you can address really hard things from a place in the frequency of love and 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 it, and it might trigger people might still be polarizing but you know where your motivation lies and and if and if we're not taking that step as practitioners then we are not taking responsibility for ourselves you know, I think that that uh, that's the key to managing this raw vulnerability that comes with transparency. Mm-hmm. I read a book, and I'm not going to be able to tell you like too much detail about it because I read it a couple of years ago, but it had a huge impact on me overall. Um, I don't know if you know are familiar with the work of um, Robert Keegan and Lisa Leahy from Harvard. Um, they've they've done a, a ton of work in adult emotional development, which mm-hmm. is some really cool stuff. They they turned they're part of what turned that whole psychological assessment of our brains don't continue to grow on its ear, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and they recently have started taking this work into organizations, and it's a their work is now about transparency, and they <laughs> were talking about when I read the book. I think it was called An Everyone Culture, um, but it's by Robert Keegan and Lisa Leahy. And, um, and they were talking about what they called, I think it was deliberal, deliberately developmental organizations. And it's these companies that they used as case studies that are completely transparent right? Absolutely transparent. Anybody could go into any meeting there. It like, it's just a completely different culture than what, than what we're used to. And I will admit when I read the book, my chest tightened up. (laughs) Like I felt like danger, danger. (laughs) I could think about all of the different people, right. That I'd work with over that I'd work with over the years. And and how many of them would make me feel uh, negatively vulnerable mm. in a in a culture like that? And <laughs> what it made me realize, and yet these the, it, enormously successful companies, um, yeah, hugely successful at, at transparency. And I know that that's um, that's Justin's work as well, right? The bringing mm-hmm. like transparency into business in that way. And what I I think what you're pointing out, what what Neva pointed out, is that we're we've not so far been given the lens 
with which to view transparency and the vulnerability that it comes with safely. And it is that lens of love. It is the lens of service. And I believe in, in, in this, the, this work and, and these organizations that have, have, have implemented it bears it out, right? Um, that when that lens of, I'm sure they're not using the word love, in, but maybe they, maybe they are, um, but of, of, of safety, of, of service is um, deliberately and ubiquitously put through an organization, even in intensely stressful corporate environments, right? Highly successful competitive business environments, um, transparency is working, right? That vulnerability becomes um, viable and, and safer. It's, it's incredible. And we see that in our personal relationships as well, right? That's what makes, that's how you get the brass ring, right? Or the, the gold ring. I like to say in a relationship, you have to be fully open to that level of transparency. Well, and it's, you're right in the sense, uh, you're right in all of that. And specifically around this idea of like, it seems so incredibly counterintuitive. Mm-hmm. Um, we're breaking that down. And I do believe, I, ironically, I think that the superpower kind of dialogue is going to meet up with this, this other kind of organizational, um, transformational uh, work that's happening in the, in the more um, kind of linear uh, con- constructed environments. Because what I see happening is the ability to see the impact of our energetics will change everything. The ability to sense them because when you can walk up to somebody and um, see that by you glaring at them, by you um, judging them, is it has, has an impact similar to just punching them in the face. Hmm. When you can see that happen or sense it or be sensitized to it, both from an emotional standpoint, but also from a sensory standpoint too, like, like perception, right, is everything. And as we, as we sensitize ourselves to the subtle frequencies, it's undeniable, right? If you, if you can't see um, a flower immediately wilt under your withering gaze, then it's Mm. hard to think that there's any power in it. But if you had patience and sat there and watched, you'd see it. You know, you can sense it and we all have different mechanisms of sensing things. And so even that I think is going to meet up with all of this work we're doing in the psychological and sociological realms. Um, and, and when those kind of come together now, we're getting somewhere, right? But, but I do think it's kind of that personal development meets spiritual growth conversation we're so fond of here at Superpower Experts. You have to have both. And you have when they come together, then magic happens. I right? right, like you just said in relationships, like that's it. That's the holy grail. That that's what we all want. We want that with the divine. We want it with ourselves. We want it with other people. But it terrifies us. <laughs> like that's that's kind of how we started the show, right? We really just want connection, but we do everything to avoid it, right? Well, well, 
using transparency as a weapon as Wendy um, coined it there, you know, that she was describing some of her experiences with it, it, it is exactly the thing that's keeping us from everything that we want. It's quite bizarre. So, so the second those little frequency pieces of you want to chime in and be like, this doesn't make any sense and da, 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 just take a step back and go, wait, I keep doing the same thing. And I'm not getting what I want, right? In fact, it doesn't even really feel very good. And I'm not seeing progress in this. But I keep doing it with the expectation or motivation or desire of getting something different, right? Einstein's definition of insanity. Like, how is that intuitive? But, but the idea of like, wait, 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 let's, let's try something different. <laughs> like, maybe let's just try to be loving first, even when we don't always feel like it. And, and see what comes from that. Let, let's try to give first before we demand to receive and you know, see if something happens in that. And it feels backwards, but how is it that we can't sit back and look at all the programs that we carry and go, um, does any of this make any sense to anyone? <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, it, it's, it's so true. And I think what's happening there what what stops us from going backwards i think from from leading with that service or with that love is uh, um we're trying to apply we like rules right we like to know how mm-hmm. to do things and so um so as we're leaning into something new we try to apply old rules to it and so for example, the way that I felt when I read that book and my chest t- tightened up. <laughs> I, it's it's so in line with everything I believe in the world. It's so in line with the way I run my life personally, right? And so why did my chest tighten up? Because there's a <laughs> list of rules or was at that point a couple of years ago, right? We're all evolving. There's a list of rules in my head at the time that said, in the workplace, this is the way things go. This is what mm. we talk about. This is what we don't talk about. This is what's acceptable. This is what's, what's not acceptable. This is what my experience has been. And so the moment that I'm leaning into something new, the information in this book, for example, my brain automatically applied those old rules to it and it made my chest tighten up. Mm-hmm. And, and unless, we ha- unless we step back, as you were saying, step backward and open our eyes to say, wait a minute, what's really happening here? What's mm-hmm. the thing that I actually want to have happen? Right? In a relationship, we want to be loved and we want to be respected and we want to be seen and we want to be connected. We want all of those things, right? Intimacy in relationships. In business, we want to be successful. We want to serve. We want to build something that matters, right? All of those things happen in business. When we dial back to what what do we really want to have happen here? Then those old rules, we can test and say, huh, how true is that really? Mm -hmm. How true is it that if I'm somebody's boss, I can't ask them about Hey, you seem like you're really down today. Is there something that's, how true is that really? It's not true, right? Transparency can work when we're using that lens of service. 
And think about what you just said too about the workplace and let's trickle that back a little bit to our school environments and stuff where, where those rules, Mm. that's where those get planted. And we don't, we don't reach out. We don't say, Hey, are you doing okay? We don't, we see someone crying by themselves in the corner. We, we make up stories or judgments about it so that we're not uncomfortable. What is it? Where does all of that come from? Well, you just spoke about like that, that, organizational structure right there's just some lines that you don't cross and then and then that gets interpreted down um into different environments and when we can shift that dialogue and and say you know we it is okay to come from love first um then then we change all of that i neva went through something um last year and it was it was really trying for her and and she felt incredibly vulnerable and we talked a lot around that time and I remember it's like, you know, I could feel her and I was like, I get it. You know, everything inside of you wants to just hold up and wants to wrap a, um, wrap yourself up in, in, in security and, and build up those walls. And I said, you know what we do in these moments? And she's like, what? And I was like, we love harder. We mm-hmm. love harder. Challenge yourself to love even harder and watch what happens. Cause if you break through those initial layers of timidity with it, you will find your freedom. You will find everything that you're seeking when you choose to love even harder. And that doesn't mean do not mistake love with being a doormat. Mm. Not mistake love with, with, with staying in a relationship that, that is, is not just toxic, but is abusive to you. That is not love, right? Love is that is the frequency of love it it encompasses you it overcomes you and it it is powerful beyond measure and sometimes love is walking away hmm. right so 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 do not confuse my words here folks like we, we can love really 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 hard and choose not to keep ourselves in a harmful situation yeah you know right? um, and that that's all a whole other depth of work there so so make sure that you're really hearing that in the um, frequency in which it, it needs to exist. You know, it's sort of like saying for connection and transparency and all of those things, we have to accept every human for exactly who they are, where they mm. are, as they are 100% and love them fully as they are with no expectation that they be anything other than they are, right? This is something that we work on all the time with, with, with clients. And yet that doesn't mean that we accept behaviors, mm, right? That are the person and the behavior is very different. You can say, look, I see you. I respect you. I love you. All is well, but this thing that you're doing, <laughs> not mm-hmm. cool with me. And so I'm going to walk away. <laughs> Yeah. Right. Yeah, and that's... and I can still love you. And I can and, still and, love you, know, you. You know, this this may make you a little cringy too. You know, one of the tenets of superpower experts, one of the, I mean, there were there were serious baseline values, and I was saying that totally tongue in cheek because I know where your heart is. The um the, the tenets of it were so incredibly clear. Well, one of them was everybody needs to be allowed to leave, and preferably everybody gets to leave in love. Right. Mm-hmm. And, and to the extent that we can hold that and at least from our end of things feel like that freedom and love what was given, um, that that's the goal. And, and, it, and it's a weird thing to talk about. Like, I love talking about Og Mandino, you know, who's touted as one of the greatest sales books ever. 
and he talks about love in there, but most people, when they teach it, like they they leave that part out, right? Like he talks about, I swear he does, or otherwise, you know, the Mandela effect and it's changed now or whatever. I don't know. Who knows what's happening in my versions of reality, but still <laughs> it's, we're starting to see that, right? A lot of our, our dear friends and practitioners out in the world are linking love into business and making sure that we're saying, hey, we got to put this heart back in there, folks. We have to connect. Business is all about people. Everything about it is people. You know, we have to have that connectedness in there. So I, I love that you brought that component back into it and, and for introducing us us all to, to just how your brilliant perspective on things and how you encapsulate it. Um, folks, if you're really struggling with this aspect, like, like especially practitioners out there, please, 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 please lean into some support. Wendy's always happy to have a conversation. We're happy to have a conversation. If, if, if we offer something that looks or feels like support to you, Wendy's got amazing pro. If she's got something that, that looks like support to you, make sure that you're reaching out, right? And, and, and the way that you can tell that easily is go listen to the podcast, right? Listen to Wendy's show and see, you get to feel her in that. She, she, she brings it, folks. Like it's, it's out there for you to see and you get to feel that from her. And if that's in resonance for you, I highly recommend you go and check out her work because this, it's not going away. This pesky privacy, transparency kind of dialogue is not going away. In fact, it's only getting more and more and more complex. So if you don't start kind of wading through some of those layers, which usually requires some assistance, you know, certainly you can do it on your own, but there's so much that we just can't see on our own. Find somebody you resonate with and can develop a trust relationship with and get some assistance, especially if you're helping other people with work similar to this. Um, Wendy, what, what final thoughts do you have about this battle between privacy and transparency? You know, I, I think it's, you're absolutely right. It's everywhere right now. And it's not, there's no turning back, right? The, the Pandora is out of the box. We are becoming a more and more transparent um, world. And, and there are cameras everywhere and we're on social media and, and, um, and we see and hear more and more of one another all the time at work, at play in our personal lives. I think that, you know, my final note is, is sort of what we were saying before, if we can all come from that place of love and ask the question, how does this transparency serve? You know, we're modeling a way to be whole and transparent and connected um, that leads to the greater good. Mm, beautiful, beautiful. Really, really well put. Wendy, let's guide folks back to your show. So you can go to a glimpse inside.superpowerexperts.com um, or wendyparati.com. We'll make sure to have those linked on her site. Anywhere else you want to send folks? Um, no, I think that those are, uh, those are the key places to find me. Um, and like Beautiful. I said, there's lots of tools and cool stuff at, at a glimpse inside for folks who mm. want to tap into that. Oh, yes. You've created such a beautiful environment there for people to really lean into and relax into. Get your fill, folks. Um, it, it's just a, it's a lovely embrace and, and we could all do with a little more support in our existence um, and, and listen to one episode a day. That's it. And, and watch what happens in your existence. Find something on the network that resonates with you one episode a day. And, and when we guarantee your life <laughs> will change in some capacity. Um, 
Wendy, thank you again for joining me. I've had such a great time. We're going to have to choose other series to talk about because I've enjoyed this time with you and, and, and what comes through. So thank you. Thanks, Tonya. I always love it. Mm, beautiful, beautiful. And to all of you out there, we appreciate your loyalty. Thank you for supporting the network and sharing it out with others. And until next time, go out, uncover your superpowers and change the world. Take care, everyone. Are you ready to discover your superpowers? Go now to superpowerexperts.com and take the superpower quiz today.